January 1st. This is Between the Lines. We're doing some devos together. I'm Junior. And I'm Scott. And uh, we're going to get right into the reading of the scriptures because that's what this is. This is a podcast to, to hear the Bible being read and then with a little bit of explanation as to what uh, it's talking about. Hopefully this will... This will help you to get into getting into the Word of God, getting into the Scriptures or the Bible yeah. on a daily basis. And we'll be in Matthew chapter 1 is where we start. We're going to be reading out of the New Living Translation, but you can follow along in any translation that you would like to, but we'll be in the New Living Translation. And Matthew is the first uh, gospel. We call these gospels. It's basically it's a unique genre of literature, but uh, essentially what it is, it's a historical account of Jesus's early life, a little bit in his early life, but then his ministry. Yeah, written by one of Jesus' disciples, Matthew. Now, before we read this real quick, you know, before we had these mics on, Dad, you and I had a bit of a disagreement over yeah. what we're about to get into here. It's kind of rough. I mean, obviously, this is scripture. This is God-breathed. I, I, I understand all of that, and this matters. But this is a bit difficult to start here with January 1st, First time we read through this, we're reading through a lot of genealogies, a lot of names that are hard to pronounce, people who we don't know who they are. So this is a bit of a, a, a difficult start. And so we we're kind of talking through, like, do we read through these genealogies? Yeah, it's a little bit of an around? argument. Uh, of course, Junior, he thinks he always knows it all. So, uh, you know. But, <laughs> well, I just, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to put anybody to sleep. That, that was my thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and I get it. I really get it. What he's, what he's talking about here. Because the genealogies, sometimes people skip over the genealogies. And my intention was to, as we read through these names, to explain who some of these people are. But again, we want to get through this uh, with without, uh, you know, you could use a commentary to do that. And so, yeah. So Let's this get right is into it. Matthew chapter one, written by Jesus' disciple. He did some research on Jesus, and he's showing us some research right here. So I'll, I'll let you read it, Dad. Verse one, this is a record of the ancestors of Jesus, the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Essentially, all Matthew is trying to do is prove that Jesus had a legal right to the throne, and that was through his stepfather, Joseph. Verse two, Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram, which is where the Los Angeles football team got their name from. <laughs> yeah. Our sound guy actually looked up there looking like, what, is that, is that really yeah. true? <laughs> no, it's not. Ram was the, can you imagine that name? Hey, Ram. Hello, I Ram. actually kind of like it. Yeah. Ram was the father of Aminadab. I would love that name. Aminadab. Aminadab. I'll take Ram. <laughs> Aminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz. And this was interesting, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the, you know, Ruth and Boaz, that great story. I, I, I didn't know Boaz. His mom was Rahab. The, yeah. the, there's a great story there, too. A prostitute from Jericho. Yep. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Of course, the book of Ruth, and Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. So it takes this lineage from Abraham all the way down to David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. And these a, are all kings, by the way, right, yeah. Dad? These are all kings of Judah. Yeah. Some of them good. Jehoshaphat was a good guy, but then we got some really nasty guys coming up. Uh, Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah, who was a good king. But then Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, was a terrible king, awful, godless guy. And he was the father of Ammon, who was also an awful, godless king. 
Ammon was the father of Josiah, another really good king, a young boy king who brought revival to Israel uh, or to Judah. Judah, Josiah was the father of Jehoiachin, who was the king during the time when the Babylons came and conquered Jerusalem and, and when the Babylon captivity began. Born at the time of the exile in Babylon, verse 11. So verse 12, then, after the Babylonian exile, so this is all that was going on in exile, so none of these guys are kings anymore. Jehoiachin was the father of Sheltiel. Sheltiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abayud. So this is when they're returning back into, the, into Jerusalem again because Zerubbabel was one of the leaders of that group. Abayud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Achim. Now, these are priests, actually. Achim was the father of Eliud. Eliad was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Mathan. Mathan was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. So yeah, everybody you stay awake during this? Yeah, right. It's interesting, though, to look at this this whole genealogy and just think about some of these messed up names. Yeah. In this, you, you know, you think like a lot of people can think they have family shame, you know, some embarrassing family drama or embarrassing past with their families. There's a lot of embarrassing things in this whole, not this whole lineage, but a lot in this lineage. You have Tamar who slept with her father-in-law. Rahab was a harlot. Yeah, Rahab, yeah, was a prostitute. prostitute in a pagan city. A lot of a lot of things that weren't so proud of, yet yeah. Jesus came from that line. In fact, the reason that they were they went into the Babylonian captivity was because of the idolatry that was caused by some of Jesus's ancestors. Yeah, so you might have some family shame. Just takes one person to break those cycles, though. Yeah, verse seventeen. Then all those listed above included fourteen generations from Abraham to David, fourteen from David to the Babylonian exile, and fourteen from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. And these weren't all father-son relationships. Some of these would they would skip, and that was a legal way to keep their records. Some of them would skip three and even four generations. Some of them were great grandfathers, but this is how they have Still it listed. Off. Yeah. yeah. All right, verse eighteen. This gets into the Christmas story here, and uh, verse eighteen. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Junior, why don't you take it from here? Sure. Verse 18 says, This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man. I love that. Just mean it kind of seems like such a churchy word, right? Righteous. Yeah. But it just means he did what was right yeah. over and over. And it, what, what a reputation. Absolutely. Construction worker who just did what was right. And did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. Here's a blue-collar construction worker who did the right thing, but also was good and kind to women. Verse 20, as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet Isaiah. Verse 23, he's quoting from the prophet Isaiah that says, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is, I think, an important quotation there, because Matthew, who was a Jewish tax collector that was called by Jesus, very familiar with with what the Jews believed, and, and the writing of this gospel was primarily to Jews, and he was always concerned about what the Jewish mindset was in what he was writing. And here he ties in 
this highly respected prophet, Isaiah. In the first century, they loved him. Now, when Isaiah was alive, they didn't. They, they yeah. sought him in half to put him to death. But by the first century, they loved him. And he ties in this prophecy by saying this is exactly how Jesus was going to be born. And the way he closes it by saying that he was born of a virgin, being God the Father, was his father, mm-hmm. by saying his name will be called Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. So Isaiah's perspective, Matthew wanted them to understand that even back in the Old Testament prophets, they believed that this Messiah was going to be God in the flesh. Yeah. So you see a lot of just Matthew showing the credibility of Jesus Christ. Yes. That, First with the, the lineage and then with the conception of, of Jesus Christ. And the prophecy foretelling it, yes. That's right. Verse right. 24, it says, When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He, he took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until the, the son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. What? Junior, why do you think it even says something about sex there? I mean, why why would they get know, into right? such why a bring personal... in their sexual history yeah. into this this whole thing? You know, I, I do think it dispels a lot of the there's a lot of confusion over Jesus Christ and and Mary being a perpetual virgin. The Catholic Church pushes that doctrine, and so that they wouldn't be idolatrized. Uh, you know, that people would not begin to worship them, which yeah. sadly is the case today. Yeah. People don't worship Joseph, but they yeah. do worship Mary. So you have Matthew just showing here that Joseph and Mary were just a, they were regular people. Yeah. They were good people, but they were regular people, and they had a good marriage. They came together after Jesus was born, and they had more kids. Yeah. They were regular people. Well, but this, this is this is such a cool chapter, though shows the credibility of Jesus, and that's such a cool thing that Matthew starts off this way. We follow an incredible Messiah. We follow an incredible king. Part of our reading is also we want to get you into Proverbs on a regular basis, and so I've been doing that ever since I was 18 years old. I've been reading Proverbs every day, and so we encourage you to read Proverbs 1, and I'm only going to highlight then in this section, uh, this part of the, in, in, in our podcast, but one verse each week or each day out of the Proverbs reading. In verse 2, Proverbs 1-2 says, uh, this is a key. This helps us understand why Proverbs is such a... It was a book that Jesus would have studied thoroughly, would have had so many of the Proverbs memorized. But I love verse 2. It tells us why this is important. Their purpose, that is these Proverbs that Solomon wrote, their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline and to help them understand the insights of the wise. And if we can get there, if we can... Be wise people living with discipline that produces thriving lives that are a wonderful reflection as to who our God is, and it can lift Him up in the way that we live. Well, it's we just live. what Matthew wrote in Matthew one that that Joseph was righteous. Yes, he was. He was wise. He, he lived with wisdom. He was a righteous man. Hey, thanks for tuning in right. uh, to Between the Lines. Yep, the devotion is not over. We don't just quit this as we close Scripture. Now we go live it out. We go follow an incredible Messiah. Follow Jesus Christ today. See you tomorrow.